Hello there, fellow communicators, and welcome to Stories Lived, Stories Told. I'm your host, Abby, and in this podcast, we, along with the CMM Institute for Personal and Social Evolution, are working towards improving our communication and our relationships using the theory coordinated management of meaning. CMM offers us a way of approaching our social worlds that believes it's not just what we communicate that matters, but how we communicate. CMM claims that we have the ability to create better social worlds for ourselves. And the way to do that is through mindful, cosmopolitan communication. We are participants. We are storytellers. We are communicators. Today, we are getting ready for our upcoming conversation episode with one of the CMM Institute fellows, Alex Jagiello, by discussing one of the CMM Institute's projects, Cosmopolis 2045. Our conversation with Alex will have a lot to do with imagination and embodiment, what it means to actually embody or begin to practice or live the tenets of CMM, what it looks like to create the social world that we say that we want. Cosmopolis 2045 was created for the same purpose, to provide a model, to show people what life and society could look like if we all were committed to cosmopolitan communication. Let's begin. So for some background, Cosmopolis 2045 was first born as an idea in 2011 by Arthur Jensen. Around this time is when one of the creators of CMM, Barnett Pierce, was diagnosed with terminal cancer. CMM scholars and practitioners gathered to honor his career. And it was this gathering that sparked the idea for Arthur Jensen that got him thinking, what would our world look like if we actually took CMM's ideas of communication seriously? Over the course of the next several years, over 60 global partners collaborated to create the Cosmopolis 2045 website, which was made public in 2018. The website, which chronicles the evolution of the fictional city of Cosmopolis from 2017 to the year 2045, includes personal stories from the citizens of Cosmopolis, explanations about the government and education systems, details about significant locations in the city and their meanings, and news about events and festivals. I've talked before about modeling. Modeling is a really important educational tool. It's what I hope our conversation episodes do, to model what mindful communication can look like. And it's important because it's hard to do something you've never done before if you don't know how it's supposed to look. Like doing a puzzle without seeing the picture. So if I want to ask you to engage in critical thinking about your relationships and communication like CMM asks of us, then it's more realistic for that to happen if I don't just say, do this, but if I say, do this, and also, here's how, right? The Cosmopolis 2045 project models what a community built on cosmopolitan communication could be, and it's an example of those better social worlds that we're always working towards. Now, we know that it's just one example, because whatever a social world is will be different for everyone, but what it still does for us is to model what the translation looks like between using the theory of CMM and turning that into actual practice. Okay, I think I've thrown a lot at you with this one, so let's back it up a bit. I've used the phrase cosmopolitan communication a couple times now, and it's really important. So let me explain what it means. So the technical definition is that cosmopolitan communication is a form of communication that acknowledges differences and orients us to the means of coordinating our actions across these differences that truly matter and have significance for each of us. Let's break this down. In his book, Communication and the Human Condition, 
Barnett Pierce wrote that in addition to the cosmopolitan form of communication, there are three notably less desirable forms, monocultural, ethnocentric, and modernistic communication. What each of these forms did was to establish an us and a them, meaning that one culture or one way of doing things was deemed the right way, and in some cases the only way, and that the them or the other was villainized or belittled or disrespected in some way. So while these forms of communication sought to establish an us versus them, a right and a wrong, a good and a bad, cosmopolitan communication, on the other hand, rejects those value labels, right? If we're giving the label of good or bad, that's assigning a value to it. Instead, cosmopolitan communication is about coordinating different ways of being human, right? Not saying that any one way is better or worse, just different. Starting at the point of acknowledging that there's a difference and going from there to find the best way to coordinate those differences. My favorite way to put this is how Arthur Jensen and Robin Penman describe it in their book, Making Better Social Worlds. They say that cosmopolitan communication means that we can be profoundly open to, respectful of, and appreciative about other ways of being without giving up our own deeply held beliefs and values. I think the emphasis on openness and respect is what's key here. I think these are two things that we really struggle with in our communication and our relationships. They aren't easy things to do. I mean, it might be easy to be open towards or respectful of someone who shares the same ideas and the same culture as you, but it's not always easy to give that same respect to people we differ from. And it's not purely from we're coming always from a place of malice, but generally just a lack of understanding even can lead to that lack of respect and openness and appreciation. The point of Cosmopolis 2045 then is not to say, hey, look how easy this is, but it's to say that with a dedication and a commitment in enough people in a society, we could intentionally build a community of openness and respect and appreciation and curiosity and greater, deeper understanding. I'll include the link to the Cosmopolis 2045 website so you can check it out more on your own. It's definitely something worth spending time with to spark some new ideas or thoughts about what's possible as you bring CMM into your life and community. But what I want to do right now is read to you the questions that are the first thing you see when you open the website because they're important for setting the tone and understanding the whole purpose of the project and they're also good questions to be asking of ourselves. So under the heading Cosmopolis 2045, imagining a better social world in which communication matters, are these four questions. What if we treated our relationships with people as if they mattered? What if we took communication seriously as the essential process in which we create our social worlds? What if we engaged and actively encouraged one another to engage in personal and social evolution? What if we built on social change initiatives happening now in real time all over the world? What these questions are asking you to do is to imagine. That's what's implied with the what if. We're saying, imagine if we treated our relationships like they mattered. Imagine if we took communication seriously 
Imagine if we engaged in evolution. Imagine if we embraced social change. So in a very literal sense, we have to use our imagination to create these new things, these better social worlds. Maybe we take that for granted, the role of imagination is that most of the time the better social worlds we're working towards don't yet exist. And so they will require imagination to create. That imagination and creativity innately go hand in hand. Because if to us a better social world looks like cosmopolitan communication, if it looks like openness and respect, then the way to get there is through this imagination and creativity. That is what we can take from Cosmopolis 2045. Let's look a little closer. The main parts of Cosmopolis 2045 are the personal stories, the city functioning, and the community happening pages. These are all really good levels to look at and to pay attention to if we're trying to get a sense of what does intentional cosmopolitan communication do and how does it actually transform a community? Because you can see it on a personal level and a social level. And this is the genius of the project and really of the whole theory. I mean, the name of the institute that works to promote and teach CMM is the CMM Institute for Personal and Social Evolution. Some other comm theories don't address the social evolution part and some sociological approaches don't address the personal evolution part. We need to see how both work together, though, to have a complete understanding. So Justine Jones is the name of one of the Cosmopolis characters. On the website, they have written out a personal account of her experience of living in Cosmopolis. And again, all of this is fictional, but the hope is that it doesn't have to stay that way, right? That by telling stories like this, even fictional ones, that we could start to imagine and then actually create these kind of social worlds through having a model and having a script in some ways of what's possible. And the thing that makes Cosmopolis 2045 such an important resource is that it is well-researched and was designed with care and intention. And to me, that's totally evident by the website itself and the fact that it was worked on for seven years before having a final project and that the people collaborating to work on it took the time to intentionally include so many voices. You know, they aren't just throwing out random suggestions of what could be. We really do know things about the effects of how we communicate. And the people who designed this website and this project know things about the effects of how we communicate. And they know, they know the differences on our society it could have if we started paying attention to that. And that's the starting place for this project that makes it so important and so powerful. So Justine Jones... The account that was written from this character's perspective is so detailed and honestly very impressive. Definitely a labor of love from the people who contributed to it. As a member of the community that was present from the beginning until the year 2045, this character is able to speak to the evolution of the community. You know, she refers to the era when Cosmopolis first started becoming aware of what she calls the invisible in-betweens, or the spaces between people where relationships and communication live and breathe and have their being. That's a quote from the website. And she explains what changes came when they really started paying attention to this quote-unquote invisible in-between. And I think we can relate to that idea of the invisible in-between. As I've talked about in probably almost every episode is that 
Something that keeps us from being intentional about our communication is the fact that it's invisible. So it's easy to forget or not feel like it's something we have control over or can even be intentional about because it's invisible, because it's in between. It happens in between people and relationships in these kind of abstract spaces. But really, all it requires is paying attention to it. So I think it probably makes sense to us as people who are participating in this podcast or the CMM community that real change could come from beginning to pay attention to these invisible in-betweens. Now, the important part that she makes at the end of her narrative, and again, I encourage you to check out the website for yourself and read her whole account, is that the city of Cosmopolis being where it is in 2045 is the result of what she calls intentional collective action. So where we in this podcast now are with CMM is at that fresh beginning, as we're just starting to pay attention to our own invisible in-between or finding new ways to do that. It's a very personal thing to start to really embody it. But we also know it is a social thing. It's both and, both personal and social. We need to collaborate. We need to work with others to create better social worlds. So for us, the end result of Cosmopolis 2045 may feel so unattainable and distant because while we may be beginning to embody CMM and cosmopolitan communication for ourselves, we might not be seeing a lot of examples like this one of intentional collective action. We might have intentional action in our own personal lives but maybe we're not seeing that intentional action in our society. And maybe you are. I'd encourage you to pay attention to the areas where you do see that. And that's why we need this model. So we can have a map almost, a guiding light saying this, this is what it's all for. This is what we are working toward. This is what is possible if you can imagine it and embody it. And it extends, not just from ourselves to our families and friends, but beyond to our larger systems, our government, our education. Again, you can read so much more in depth on this on the Cosmopolis 2045 website, but what I'll say about those sections here is that it takes on what is really a huge reimagining. Some of the systems that have been in place for so long, like our government, we forget that we can still change, right? If something isn't working for us, then we have the ability to revisit it and change it. If you think back to my conversation with Reverend Sarah Hayden, this is what this is just reminding me of, is that she talked about the sign in her neighborhood that she hates. And that says something to the effect of, we will call the police if we see any suspicious behavior. And the question she wanted to ask of this sign to her neighbors was, what is our goal? What is our goal with this sign? What do we want? And does this sign achieve that? Because if the goal is safety and security and inclusion for all, really for all, then this sign doesn't do that anymore. Maybe it did at one point, but Sarah pointed out it's so important to always be reflecting and asking questions like this of ourselves and our social worlds. What is our goal? And how does this thing, this system this whatever that I'm looking at, contribute to it. 
And this example with Sarah is really just perfect for this Cosmopolis 2045 conversation because she is getting really minute and looking into the detail of the language. Because if the goal is safety, some might say this sign achieves that, but she wants to look at each of the words chosen and the language and the connotations that it has for us today that are maybe different than when that sign was first put up or you know, whatever. But looking at the language, she's saying that this is something that it's worth our time to do, to pay attention to the language we use, because it matters. And I think that is very much in the spirit of Cosmopolis 2045 to say it personally and as a society. We're choosing to be intentional about how we communicate. And part of that is the language we're choosing. That the language we're choosing matters for the goals we're reaching, the kind of community we want to be. So if our goal is a more inclusive, a more just, a more free, a more loving, a more mindful, more peaceful world, then how do our systems of government or education or law enforcement or religion or technology fit into that? What do those need to look like in order to be achieving that goal? It's a big question to ask because it leads to a lot of unraveling, but it is an absolutely necessary question too for our own evolution and our own growth. As CMM puts it, when we interact, we're engaging in a turn-taking process. So what's the next turn for us in this ongoing conversation that we're a part of to engage with CMM in our lives? Today, the next turn I'm going to leave you with is to check out the Cosmopolis 2045 website. It's a really extensive project, so take your time, make your way through it, but let it be a resource for you. Our next turn is to extend our personal evolution into a social one, and Cosmopolis 2045 is a great way to start heading in that direction. Another is to engage others in this conversation, share this podcast, tell people about what you're learning here what your experiences have been with your communication and your relationships and what you want them to look like. Begin to ask those questions about what your goal is and are the pieces of your life and your community contributing to those goals. Thanks for joining me this week. Definitely go back and listen to part one and two of my conversation with Reverend Sarah Hayden. It was a really thought-provoking one and you certainly want to be a part of it. And come back next week to hear my conversation with CMM fellow Alex Jagiello where we talk about her work with imagination and embodiment. It's going to be a really good one, and I can't wait for you to be a part of it with us. Thanks for showing up, my fellow communicators. That's all for today. I'll see you next week.